everybody, Luke McElroy from Mess Performance Consulting. Welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast, short and sharp one today. Sorry, I didn't get one out on Wednesday. Uh, we are starting to ramp up our preparations of reopening to athlete testing. Uh, currently, at the time of recording this podcast, 22nd of May, we are still closed. Basically, we come under the umbrella of indoor fitness. It's a little bit of a grey area, given it's one-on-one, and you could argue that it's uh, it's not an exercise class and all that sort of stuff. But uh, for all those wondering, you know, we don't have an exact reopen date just yet. We are optimistic that it will be sometime in mid to late June, uh, but more information to come. As soon as we know, we will let you know. We want to be open as soon as possible. We are chomping at the bit to get back up and running. Today's podcast is going to be a follow-up question from a previous podcast talking about VO2 max interval. So I had a question come through from Mike, um, who is absolutely smashing his fitness goals at the moment. And his question was around, so it's the previous podcast, I talked about having to accumulate 10 minutes of quality time at VO2 at 95% of your maximum oxygen consumption. That normally equates to about 12 to 20 minutes of effort time. So what that means is, hey, like right now, I'm, I'm sitting at my office desk. I'm not just, if I go out and uh, if my VO2 max power on the bike is, say, whatever, three, uh, to make it easy, 300 watts, um, 95% of that would be 285. So if I just jumped straight on my bike now and went to 285 watts, I'm not going to instantly get my oxygen consumption right up to 95%. Like right now, my heart rate's probably sitting at 55 beats. It's not going to go right up to, uh, and my ventilation's like, I don't know, 10, it's not a lot, 10, 10 litres of air a minute. If I go jump on the bike, it's not instantly going to skyrocket to 95%. My heart rate's not going to instantly go to 180, and my ventilation's not going to instantly go to 180 and, and all that sort of stuff. So we need to we need to accumulate 10 minutes of total time at Virtue Max. And his question was around, you know, using two, three, or four-minute intervals and versus a 30-30 split. So look, there's lots of different ways that you can achieve this. And the short answer is it doesn't matter what you do so long as you accumulate that 10 minutes of time at VO2 max. Um, so at the moment he's saying, hey, he's doing four-minute efforts and he finds it quite quite challenging, but he can normally get through it so long as the legs are pretty fresh versus two-minute efforts. So two on, two off compared to four on, four off. He can do it a little bit more manageable. And and the answer is, look, you can do either as long as you get the 10 minutes. So um, if you think about the two situations, if we have a two-minute on, two-minute off effort, it's probably going to take about a minute for your oxygen consumption to, to reach the desired level. So you're holding 95% of your power. You're holding that 285 the whole way through, but it actually takes maybe a minute for your oxygen consumption to hit 95%. So if you're doing a two-minute interval, well, a minute of it's just getting the oxygen consumption up to the to the right level, and the, the, the final minute is actually that quality time spent at the desired level level so you do one two minute interval you might actually have one minute of time at vo2 max so you might need to do 10 of them to get that 10 minutes of time at vo2 max which is 20 minutes of effort time which is on the higher end of what we recommend that's a totally good session on the flip side if you do a four minute effort well it's it's still it's still 95 percent. so you're still holding 285 watts if, if your vo2 max is 300 so, hey, it's still going to take you a minute to get your oxygen consumption up to the desired level but because it's a four-minute interval. Now you get three minutes of quality time at that desired level. So in this circumstance, if you do three intervals of four minutes, then you've got three, six, nine minutes worth of time at VO2. The first minute of each stage is just getting everything up. Um, so you probably need to do three and a half or four intervals, so somewhere between you know 14 and 16 minutes of effort time to get that 10 minutes of quality time. So you can do slightly less total work duration if you have a longer interval but it's more mentally and physically challenging or you can do a shorter interval such as two on two off but you might need 20 minutes of effort time instead of 14 to 16. So my answer to that is that it really doesn't matter what you do just be aware if you're doing the shorter efforts the two minute efforts you need to do you know maybe 10 of them 
So 20 minutes of effort versus a three-minute effort maybe you need to do, I don't know, 17 or 18 minutes of effort time versus a four-minute effort you might only need to do 14 or 15 minutes of effort time. Um, so it's really just about accumulating that time at VO2. If you can do the three or four-minute intervals, then it's, it's slightly more time-effective. Uh, but if you're fatigued or, you, or you're not mentally up to holding that power output on that specific day, then a two-minute interval is, is definitely a good alternative. You just have to do one or two extra intervals to make sure you maximize that time, get that 10 minutes of quality time at VO2 max. Your second question was around the cadence. Uh, does it matter like what cadence I hold? Normally I'd hold 96 to 99, but if I'm feeling a little tight or flat, I drop it to 90 to 92. The short answer is, is no, not really. Like you're holding a power output that is going to require a certain amount of oxygen consumption regardless of your cadence, but obviously it's good practice to hold a, a reasonable cadence. Like when I do these intervals, I hold somewhere around 85 to 95. I'm on the lower side. I used to hold closer to 100 to 110 when I raced. Uh, so it's really an individualized thing. I, I, I definitely you know, move away from going sub 80 just because that's going to be a lot of, of muscular load on the body and you can start to rock and, and all that sort of stuff. But short answer is no, it doesn't really matter. Just uh, try to be specific as as you can if you're going to try to race at 90 cadence, then that's fine. If you want to race at 110, then I'd try to hold 110. But from an oxygen consumption standpoint, there is very little difference between the cadence. Uh, and the last question he had, so another session that we provide is a 30 on, 30 off. So this one would be 30 seconds. So he's just clarifying the intensity. So 30 seconds at 110 to 120% of your VO2 max power. So if 300 watts is your VO2 max, 110% of that is 330, 120 is 360. So you'd be holding between 330 and 360 watts for 30 seconds. And then the 30 second recovery is at 50% VO2 max. So if it's 300 watts, that would be 150. Um, now, the reason for us having a, actually uh, an active recovery here and still exercising is because, again, we need to accumulate time, uh, 10 minutes of time at VO2 max. If you do 30 seconds, let, let's just say, oh, you do 30 seconds, right? We, we said in the first example, it takes a minute for us to get us to the desired oxygen consumption. So you do 30 seconds on and then 30 seconds total rest, you're not going to hit the target. And the next time you do 30 on, 30 off, you're still not going to get your oxygen consumption at 95%. So in this circumstance, we have a, 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 an active recovery. We still, we're not going com to complete rest. So what it means is, look, the first 30 on, 30 off is, is essentially useless in the sense that you're not getting a 95% of your oxygen consumption. But then the second one, because you're not going back to a complete baseline, and you're not going back to 55 heart rate, you might be going back to 120 heart rate because you're still holding a reasonable wattage, 50% of your VO2 max. So the next time, you, so the first one you might get to, I don't know, 60% VO2 max, second one might be 80%. And then by the third interval, for example, you're at that 95%. And then for the next subsequent intervals, you'll also be at 95% because you're not having a full recovery in between. So for those sessions, we do something like, you know, two or three sets of 10 efforts, all right? So if you do 10 efforts, you might only get benefit from the seven of them. So seven times 30 seconds is, uh, what's that, about uh, three and a half minutes. Do two sets of that, you get seven minutes there. Do three sets of it, you got your 10 and a half, okay? So we're really just trying to accumulate 10 minutes, however you want to do it. So in summary of today, uh, it, when you're talking about getting that, that minimum stimulus for mitochondrial biogenesis, trying to get the PGC1A you know, functioning through, through the high intensity pathway, we really want to accumulate around 10 minutes of time at VO2 max. doesn't matter how you do it. Uh, be aware the longer the interval, the less working time that's required because you'll be holding that for quite a long time, but it is the most physically and mentally challenging. The shorter it is, um, 
the more efforts you'll need. And if you're looking at things shorter than two minutes, such as 30 on, or such as 30 second efforts, then you're going to need to have, instead of having a passive recovery where you do absolutely nothing, you're going to need to have a, an active recovery at about 50% VO2 max. So you, your oxygen consumption does not come back straight to baseline. It's slightly elevated. So you can actually reach that 95% in the, you know, the third effort and beyond, for example. Hopefully you found that useful. Um, I will speak to you next time and hopefully we're open for testing very shortly. All right, bye for now.